Yo, I I just would like to start this podcast with saying I'm a little under the weather, so excuse me. I would just like to start this podcast by saying I apologize. I've been knocked off track a little bit with work and um, not uploading my podcast ASAP. So uh, this one is going to be delivered on Monday too. I'm not switching to Mondays. I'm going. I'm still on Sunday, but things been happening. You know, life happens, and you. I can't get to upload them shits. Like last Sunday, I did one, and I wasn't able to upload it. Damn, my fucking phone. I wasn't able to upload it that same day, so I had to wait till I get home. I had to do the podcast. Wait till I get home. And upload it. So now I think I'm in a position where I got to carry my laptop with me at all times because I need to get these podcasts out to y'all. I already know how y'all feel. Y'all be looking on Sundays like, what the fuck is this nigga Corey doing? And I don't want to lose niggas. Like, I don't want to lose niggas doing that corny shit. So I'm going to try to find a better way to be more efficient and and drop these shits at a, at a decent time. But anyway... Getting into the podcast, man. Let's just say, let's let's clap it up for me. Um, I I came out the Henny retirement. I came out of Henny retirement. I came out the Henny retirement. I had to come out. I can't tell y'all like too much detail, but I had Henny. We recently, um, you know, something to help you get through your day of work. So. I'm gonna just leave that as that, and I and I drank it, and it wasn't nasty to me. If you've been following my podcast, you know that I quit drinking henny because it was disgusting at one point, and that little bit of henny, you know, got me through the day. I fuck with that. Came out of henny retirement, but um, I wanted to talk about something that was talked about last night, and I'm gonna just start off with my podcast with this shit. We was talking about like rappers and their influence and top ten underrated rappers, top ten rappers and rappers snipeless. Snipeless meaning like rappers with the highest body count of women. And Tupac um came up first. Because I got you know them the OGs that's older than me know that Pac boned a lot of joints that nobody hit. Nobody was able to touch or he touched them first. But in a bigger aspect of it, I know that's some ignorance shit. In a bigger aspect of it, um, we discussed that Pac had an influence on women that no other rapper had. And I mean, like, generations of women. Like, it's not just, like, girls from the 90s that was 16 in the 90s like the Pac or girls that was 20 like the Pac. Pac has, he has influence on women that's 25 now. Every girl got a picture of Tupac on their Instagram. That's a fact. Like, or most women. Let's say most women. It don't matter the race. And he was just telling me how Pac was, like, just, like, wanted by women when he was alive by all races. So, and I was just looking at it like, damn, that that's a huge impact. Because a girl that's, like, eight years old right now, no Tupac, probably has a poster of Tupac or Tupac action figure or something of that represents Pac himself. And then my man was saying that Pac had the, all the um, the characteristics uh, that women would like, such as uh, Pac had, uh, 
He was passionate about what he believed in. He showed his love for black women. But then in the same token, even though he was passionate, he was not never emotional like about it. He was expressive without like being super emotional about it. And then and Pac was gangster shoot out with cops and shit like that. So and then he was the face of Versace. And my man's was saying like no homo. He was like he's handsome. He had the facial structure. Da da da. And I was just thinking like, damn, that's a crazy ass influence to have on women. Like you dead and women still love you, and super and they love you the same as amount as the when you was alive. You know what type of nigga you gotta be for that? I can't even be loved by one woman right now. Fuck the world. Some crazy ass shit. So I envy Pac. Nah, I don't envy Pac. I fuck with Pac. I fuck with Pac hard body. That'd be a lot to say I don't fuck with Pac. But that's some deep shit that I never thought about it in that aspect because I don't know. It was just not a logic that I really thought about. But I always knew that Pac was just like a poster or on girls' IG, every girl IG that I know. And I feel like a lot of people don't know why they like Pac, but women like Pac physically and his intellect. I forgot to mention his intellect. His intellect, he was like intellectual at like 17, 18. I watched the Tupac interview. He was mad young. He was kicking the same shit he was kicking when he was like 21, 22. And that shit is crazy because I wasn't thinking like that at 17. 18, I was more, like, on the ignorant side. I was well-woken, but it's like I didn't really give a fuck about it. Like, I had to, write, like, literally get to know myself to even, like, give a fuck about that type of shit. Because I really didn't give a fuck about that type of shit. But, yeah, that's just, that's just me speaking on Pac, because I don't think men notice or women notice the influence that he has generations later. And from 8 to 80 is, like, that's some crazy-ass shit. Like, everybody mother loves Pac. Like, Pac was just wanted by so many women. But getting off that, because that's, that's giving him too much. I mean, I can't speak on another man for too long. Like, um, Let's talk about the United situation with the Chinese man. The United situation with the Chinese man is fucking hilarious. And I'm a t- I know it sounds fucked up, and it's like, all right, they dragged that nigga off the plane, and he was bleeding. But according to what I've been told, I don't really like reading up on things. I don't watch the news because I don't. I feel like the news is too depressing. So according to what I've been told, <coughs> damn, son, um, he was on, he, they would have gave him a flight for 400 or something like that. He was on standby. The the basically brief brief. This is all I know. The flight was overbooked, and they needed. They asked um everybody who could step off, and I guess nobody was willing. And he was a standby. Due to the fact that he was a standby, he could have took the next plane, and he refused to get off. So they dragged his ass off. Now, the overdramatic shit had me in fucking tears, like ah the screaming and shit. That shit had me in tears. I'm sorry. I can't take the video serious. And the reason why I really laugh is because finally, even if he sue, finally another race is going through what black people go through on a daily basis by people abusing their authority. 
but I feel like it should have been a verbal, a verbal, uh, a verbal thing first, and then maybe physical. Like, I don't know how long it took. So, the over dramatics had me dead. Not only did that have me dead, the nigga glasses was on his nose, and it just looked at mad funny. They dragged this nigga out, and the nigga looked half dead. Like my nigga, they didn't punch you or none of that shit, bro. They just dragged you, your ass out because you didn't get up. And your ass was supposed to get up. So I, I, I really like can't watch that video without laughing because it's just like finally somebody else is going through black people shit or that's shit that we go through on the regular. I get kicked out of places because of my skin color and they won't they won't say it or I I've been in situations where I've been physically like physical altercations because of my skin color or saying it's because of his skin color. What I am saying is, it's because of my situation, my skin color. And then come to find out, they did, like, went through his, like, um, his history, and he had his doctor's license revoked, and and shit like that, like, um, so, that's some fun, I don't give a fuck, that shit funny to me. And y'all gonna be like, Corey, you fucked up for that, but nah, that shit funny to me. I don't care what anybody say. And that nigga's stomach is mad fat. That nigga's stomach look like a fucking... <laughs> like a fucking bowl of clay though. He looked skinny in the face, but his stomach was like OD. Like, that shit was funny. Then after he stood up, he was like, ah, I want to get off the plane. I want to get off the plane. I'm ah, going to kill myself. Like, he was just being overdramatic about the drag. Like, my nigga, just get it. You should have just got off the plane. This would have never fucking happened. That shit... Is hilarious, my nigga. Hilarious. Um, I know I'm like, I know it seems like I'm a little off, like, because everybody's hit me up and put this fucking phone down. But w- another topic I want to talk about is we gonna get into the mellow and la la shit. Now I'm sick of the fucking internet, right? This is why I don't like the internet or social media. Because all y'all got an opinion, and all y'all that got an opinion on Melo, we y'all don't know facts. One, two. I've been heard Melo. I mean, Lala cheated on Melo. I've been heard that. I've been a street rumor. If you never heard. Three. We don't know if it's true. I think I said that right. Or am I bugging? <laughs> Like, niggas don't know the facts, but be quick to critique. Like, when I saw this shit, I was like, yo, I can't really judge that nigga. The reason why I can't judge that nigga is because a lot of y'all in relationships got cheated on and y'all accepted the nigga cheating on y'all. So, like, for y'all to try to sit there and bash Mellow or bash somebody for doing something, for some type of cheating, y'all niggas is wrong. And, and, and niggas, you should not be... Be um criticizing him because y'all niggas always cheating. Y'all come home, y'all cheating, y'all come home and y'all lay next to y'all girlfriend like y'all ain't just cheat. Y'all actually show her more love because the fact you just did some grimy shit. So get the fuck out of here with that. Fuck out of here, social media. Yeah, man, that was wrong. Shut the fuck up because you've been cheated on too, bitch. And you f- sitting there fronting like you haven't been cheated on. And you, ex- not that you accepted it, but y'all went through a phase where you. You had a choice to accept it, and you accepted it, and y'all together today, or y'all not together. I can't critique Melo. 
I can't because I do not know the facts. One, I I think I'm being a bi- I think I'm being biased about it because I fuck with Melo. Two, it's like I don't know if the stripper getting pregnant shit is is true. Like I don't know. It's just like a situation. Melo never came to me like a bad guy, like a bad husband. Like I never heard nothing about Melo cheating ever. And they been together for mad long. If the nigga was going out with for two years, I could see like, all right. That nigga, I probably would be quicker to judge, but I can't judge this situation because I don't know shit about this situation. I really don't know shit about this situation. But I just hate that social media is so quick to critique without knowing the facts. Without knowing the facts. Y'all want to form up y'all opinion and go mad hard with it. 18 posts, 10 posts, going dumb hard like somebody care. Somebody give a fuck about, come on. How many niggas cheat on y'all? How many niggas? This is regular shit. This is dead-ass regular shit. Regular shit. That's why I don't critique it. Because it's regular fucking shit. <coughs> Yo, I might have to... I, I I don't know if, like, like my vocal projection is just, like, horrible. Like I don't know if I'm going to last for an hour. But I'm going to give y'all a good 30 minutes. Like, I don't know. It's just this week, I, I just can't. I call, I was arguing and all that, but today I don't know. I tried everything. So if you're watching this podcast and you have a solution for like congestion between the nose and the head, please. I know this is random. Please like hit me up and give me some suggestions. YouTube, I YouTube did and they gave me dumb shit like put your finger on your pressure point and release it. No, I'm not doing that. I fuck around and die. Who the fuck gonna come get me? Like fuck is wrong with you? You know who suggested that, right? White people. And then I don't see nobody in the, in the, in the comments that survived that stupid shit. So I'm not doing it. Not fucking doing it. At all. At all. But you know what was crazy to me over last week? The Cleveland man shooting. Like, that, I don't... That is, like, I don't understand it. Like, I'm am I the only one weirded out by this situation? Because, all right, Joy Lane or whatever her name is, I guess they broke up. Quick, quick brief history. And the dude was, like, a social worker, and he, like, lost it. He snapped. And I just find it funny from a psychological standpoint that he's a social worker, so he speaks to crazy patients. And one thing triggers his craziness. So how are we having, like, mental, like, on-the-edge people helping people that are over the edge? And he went and shot shot a 78-year-old homeless man live on Facebook Live. The sickest shit, most unsensitive gangster shit I've ever seen. And I don't mean gangster as a compliment. I mean gangster, like, insensitive, like, Damn, you willing to do this shit on camera. Then, later on, he goes on Facebook Live say he killed 15 people. He was, like, on a killing spree, according to him. Then, later on that same day, not the same day, well, like, with less than 24 hours, I think, he was, like, found in Philly or some shit like that, dead. And, or, it was um, McDonald's employees that held his food so he could get caught. Excuse me, excuse me. So he could get caught. But I just find this shit funny. But I was watching videos, like, saying that shit was a lie. 
da da da. And it was very eye opening, but I just think sometimes it is distractions. Because at the same time, I think Japan was gonna do like a nu- drop a nuclear bomb somewhere, and the U.S. had inter- interfered. Donald Trump sent a couple of troops to like inter- intervene into what he was about to do, what Japan was about to do. So sometimes it is a distraction, and nobody's dumb. You could just pay attention to both. But I just hate when the conscious people get online and be like, "You're distracted." No, we not just not all of us are distracted because if this is real, this is happening in the U.S. That's happening overseas. So it's not a distraction. It's more of a current event that we're paying attention to because it's at home. We don't know everything about what Donald Trump and them is doing behind closed doors. So stop with this conscious black woke shit and try to belittle people because they're not paying, atten- paying attention to the same things you pay attention to. Later on in life, I might be a hypocrite about this because I don't watch Love & Hip Hop. And I feel like people that watch Love & Hip Hop are distracted by stupidness or they're watching a low low quality of entertainment. There's other shows that's way more entertaining than Love & Hip Hop. Love & Hip Hop is script, and it comes in its unlabeled reality. No. I mean, it is reality. Niggas go go through that, but it's not really happening. It's script. They're taking money to do these things. But getting back to my point, my point is both events happen. I just tend to pay attention to Cleveland shooting because I found it, like, I just kept watching the video over and over. Of him shooting the old man because the old man was like, it was just weird. Like, you got to watch these conspiracy videos. And these conspiracy videos was, it was like exposed it in a sense. But you knew what was coming. You knew he was going to be found dead. And I felt like in this situation, I know it's not right to take somebody's life that took some, that, that killed somebody, right? They said, oh, two wrongs don't make it right. But I feel like the cops had a, a, a reasonable a reasonable, a reason to, to shoot that nigga. That nigga was on the killing spree. And who's to say if they approached him that he wasn't going to shoot them? If he could shoot somebody since 78, he could shoot a cop. So at this point, I ain't want to hear about police brutality because I was giving that, that, them niggas the right to shoot him. Because that's some trifling shit. Going to shoot that old man. That old man ain't really, like, do nothing to nobody. The world is just a fucking sick place. Like, and the crazy part about the world is that it keep getting sicker and sicker and sicker. I don't know if these things was going on before, but now we're being exposed to it because of social media. And I think sometimes social media makes the human being mind insensitive. Not me per se, because I still watch that video and I still get that 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 emotional feeling about it. I get a very emotional feeling about a Mike Brown or a Trayvon situation or Eric Garner because I don't watch those things because it makes me mad. Like, it makes me mad as shit. Man, one, it makes me mad that I can't do shit about it. I can voice my opinion, but how far will my opinion go? Two, what the thought that pops up in my head is like, I'm trying to find a bigger agenda. Do the cops just want to kill all black men? And what's the agenda behind it? Like, you can't kill all black men. There's too many of us. Like, are they trying to set example for, for, for black men to be feared by cops? But you got to understand if y'all do that, that same fear is going to turn into act temporary insanity. Because it could be a situation when I want to get home to my kids. Let's say I'm a black man. I want to get home to my kids. And I get pulled over, right? 
for something random that I really didn't do. You said I was speeding. I know I wasn't speeding. Or I, my blinker wasn't on. Something like that. And I, like, when I get stopped by cops, I always say to myself, and I shouldn't have to think like this because y'all here to serve and protect, right? I shouldn't have to think like this. I think this is, could be my my last time on earth. And I shouldn't have to think like this. Y'all should just be doing your job. And I'm not a person that really disagree with the cops. I follow procedure of what they say, and sometimes it has gotten out of hand. I have gotten a gun put to my head by a cop before. I have been called nigger by a cop before and got slapped before. So this is my thing. What are y'all trying to do to black men? What example are y'all trying to set about black men? You can't wipe all of us out. And I know a lot of us disagree with the system of the police. And they say, how about y'all become police and change the system? But then it's the same thing. It's just a different world. Because now I'm a person that's joining a crooked-ass system, but I might be a good-hearted person. And I'm joining a crooked system, and I got to do whatever it is to get paid to feed my family. And on top of that, if I'm working in neighborhood poverty-stricken areas, I could think the same way. Like, this could be my last time being a cop or being a father or being a son. So it's like a double-edged sword between us and cops. And I don't think black cops think like that. I don't think cops in general think like that. Because niggas is in the hood shooting cops. Niggas is tired of that shit. Niggas is really tired of that shit. I know my, my podcast just got a little serious now, but it's like I be really in the house wondering and dwelling like, Oh, like, what is the bigger agenda by the police? What do y'all really want to do? What do y'all really want to do to black people? You have gentrification going on. You have police brutality going on. You have um diseases like AIDS that's wiping us out. You have diabetes wiping us out. You have high blood pressure that's wiping us out. You have so many. And I feel like y'all just trying to deteriorate and hurt us from the inside. But it's like killing off black people. What are you going to do? America ain't shit without slavery and war. America ain't shit without black people. Because black people been the ones that y'all point the finger and laugh at for the whole time. It's so fucking crazy that now in jobs, like gay people are, in in my perspective of it, gay people are more accepted than black people. Yeah, gay people still get laughed at and stuff like that. I remember a nigga making a statement like, gay is the new black. And it it sounds ignorant, but it was like, yeah, at that time. My nigga, it went from the F word meaning fuck to the F word being faggot. You use the word faggot at a job, you're done. Use the word nigga at a job, you probably still could keep your job. And that's crazy, bro. And that's crazy. That's crazy. But I want to say this. Being pro-black don't make you anti-white. I do want to say that. Because a lot of people got this this confused misconception of, I'm pro-black, so I'm anti-white. No. You could be racist or not, and that's it. But I'm pro-black, and I'm not anti-white. I don't hate white people. I don't accept everything they do, neither. I'm a big, I'm a pro-black humanity. Like, I'm big on humanitarian. Like, I believe in, like, human beings. Like, if we could just get this fucking color shit out our head, we could fuck around and do something. 
we could fuck around and team up and do something. That's how I think. But the first people I want to take care of is black people. I think about that with black people first, and then any other races just second, if I care enough to get that far. That's just my my thing. That's just a, a, a thing of my own. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I do not understand the world that we live in. Like, I really don't. And it bothers me. It bothers me a lot because what is the big agenda behind the police system? Y'all supposed to be here to serve and protect. Eliminate all negativity from the neighborhood. Somebody selling drugs, lock them up. Somebody committed crime, lock them up. But y'all tend to, like, not meet y'all quota and want to give out stupid-ass fines. Spitting. Littering. Um, open beer bottle, open liquor um liquor bottle. It's bigger fish to fry. Cause as you stopping me doing this, it's somebody killing somebody in New York. Now your dispatcher goes off and it's oh it's a shooting. You couldn't get to it fast because you're worrying about what the fuck I'm doing because I'm black. Like it's so the world is so fucking sick and nasty and annoying and irritating. That's why I don't pay attention to the news. I don't want to fucking hear it. And what's crazy is, I never noticed this, but as a black man, I never wanted to be a cop. I always wanted to be a firefighter. Those are the real heroes. Those are the real fucking heroes. So it's like, So it's like, we always thought like that. Um, Another topic I want to touch, touch upon is the Aaron Hernandez situation. Now, he murdered people. He was a football player. And I feel like when God gives you a talent, if you don't use it, he takes it away. He takes something away from you. You become a liability to Earth. And the Aaron Hernandez situation is kind of sad, right? I'm not condoning him being a murderer. I'm not going to say rest in peace, Aaron Hernandez. I'm not going to look at somebody that says rest in peace, Aaron, to Aaron Hernandez because he fell a victim to the system. He still had millions. He still was a dad. He still was a son. So I understand. I'm like, oh, Aaron Hernandez shot people. Like, a lot of people brushed it off. A lot of people said rest in peace. But a 6'8 person just commits suicide. I find it funny after he beat one of his cases, still in jail for life, he commits suicide. Like, something's just not adding up. Something is just not adding up. And I never, and it never made sense to me. And that's why I never spoke on Aaron Hernandez. Because it never made sense. It never, never, ever, ever, ever made any type of sense to me. Therefore, I never spoke on it. After he wins his case, he commits suicide? It's kind of odd to me. It's kind it's kind of fucking odd to me. And I read a post. Look, I read this post, right? It says, how's this for a twist? Aaron Hernandez commits suicide, but under the state of Massachusetts laws, if you die during an appeal of conviction 
automatically the original conviction becomes null and void, which means he's never violated the New England Patriots contract. Thus, his daughter is entitled to the remainder of the $15 million the Patriots promised him, whether he died a day after the sign of the contract. So if this is true, then I, I look at Aaron Hernandez in a different light. Because he wanted his family to get the money. And I'm telling you, a man has a different love for his daughter. It's different. I, I just look at my OGs. Shout out to my OGs that have daughters. The niggas I really hang around, and them niggas are different. Like, they don't think the same. I notice the the, the, the black man minds changes when he has a daughter compared to a son. Because a nigga that has a son is more ambitious towards, like, I got to get it. And I got to show my son how to get it. I have to do things even if I die in the streets for my son. A man that has a daughter is, like, total opposite. It's like, nigga, I got to live to see my daughter. So I'm not going to contribute to that type of lifestyle. And it's un- and I ask men that have daughters questions all the time, black men especially, because I want to hear their response. I want to know the difference between a son. The I- I'm not a parent, so I try to put myself in their shoes, or I try to think the same thought pattern as them to understand. Like, it seems like a, a daughter softens a guy up, not in a bad sense, but he's more like he thinks before he does. He becomes skeptical, or he, he thinks before he takes an action. He wants to control his anger. He wants to control before, uh, like he wants to control his future. So it's like this right here. If this is true, I, then respect to Aaron Hernandez. If this is true, so that's just my opinion about that situation. It just never really made sense, and I find it super weird. Super duper weird. But I just want y'all to uh, do me a big favor. Like, if you're listening to this, anybody that's listening to this, anybody that's listening to this, I need you to write a review and rate my show because I'm trying to move up in the charts. And a lot of people enjoy my show. So I want y'all to um rate, subscribe, put people on. Yo, Corby Cash got a podcast, listen to this podcast. I want you to spread the word and put people on to my podcast. And I also want you to, if you new, follow me on social media, at Corby Cash or anything. C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H on Twitter, Instagram, Corby Cash on Facebook. Um, that's the only. Oh, Corey C O R Y C A S H one on Snapchat. You can add me on Snapchat. I I got all types of social media. You can hit me up. You could have a conversation. Whatever you want to do. But this episode is gonna be a little short because I'm a little under the weather, and as I talk, it seems to get worse. Getting a headache, and I just want to wrap this up. You know, I want to apologize for me not continuing my pattern of every Sunday. Dropping the podcast. I want you to stick Felicity's podcast, and I'm out. Wherever you go, however you go, for energy on the go, it's got to be five hour energy. 
It works fast. It works long. It tastes good. And with zero sugar and four calories, there's nothing holding you back. Fits your pocket, fits your backpack, fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. Five-Hour Energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday for a one-day denim deal you can't miss. Jeans are just 10 bucks for women, 7 bucks for kids. That's right, one day only. This Saturday, get $10 denim at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 3-2, select styles only.